My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives, because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Hey, sister, welcome to episode 18. This is part of a special four-part mini-series on what do we do with our adult kids and Christmas. Last time in episode 17, I talked about having a servant-hearted attitude as we're dealing with our adult kids. And now in this one, we're going to look at very practical ways of things we can do to help our family days go better on our holidays. We have a big family, and I'm so grateful for that. It is great, but it is also um, a mess because more people equals more mess. So let's get down and dirty with practical solutions for today. I really value when my family comes along for everybody to be involved. And part of that's because it's fun to work together and work on things together. You get to see different people's strengths. But there's another more immediate need. And the fact is that if I'm left alone to do the work, if we've eaten and I'm the only one in cleaning, I get crabby. And nobody likes me when I'm crabby. And so it is just a better thing for us to come up with some really great solutions. So here are some practical ideas to help. I am just giving you a free pass to use any or all of these. You've probably thought of them yourself. But just realize it is better to come up with a solution than be frustrated. So these are the ways that we go about it. Um, you, for the first one is have everybody bring a dish. Everybody can bring part of all that is needed during Christmas Day. For us, as we're getting together, we have breakfast all the way till the evening. That equals two meals plus desserts plus appetizers plus drinks. Well, that is a great place for everybody to pitch in. Now, here's the deal with this, though. They might not bring your preference, and we just have to be grateful for what everybody brings and it is very important it's, it builds the desire for people to bring things if what they bring is appreciated so that is important a second thing is just buy the food go buy prepared dishes that you're going to throw in the oven and and have it ready because that way you're not worn out from all the prep that goes into making all the food for a big family meal you know, when our first, our kids at first were adults and going out and they started coming back and I realized they felt more like guest for dinner than a participant in the dinner, I was getting really frustrated and felt kind of put out. And so I thought, you know, I really want them to come over. I'm just going to go buy frozen lasagna. And as offensive as it has always been to me, my kids prefer Stouffer's lasagna than my homemade stuff. And so, you know what? That's what I did. And it was so easy. And it gave us a freedom and enjoyment. It may not be the perfect food. You might be able to make something better. But it is 
very vital that our people are more important to us than the perfection of what we're looking to do. And so we want to keep the people's priority. So buying the food is a good option. Another option is to have teams. That's what we're doing this year for our holiday. We're going to have a breakfast team, we're going to have a lunch team, and we're going to have an appetizer drink team because to keep our hordes hydrated is a job in and of itself. But this is the deal. I'm only on one team. So I don't micromanage the other teams. I'm going to be a team player. I'm going to be on my team. I'm going to let the other team do their thing, and I'm going to be grateful and appreciative of what they're doing. Our meal teams, so I'm on lunch. That means I will be part of prep and clean up for lunch. But I don't have to be in the kitchen at all during breakfast, and I don't have to be in the kitchen at all for dessert. And that gives a great deal of freedom and enjoyment. And actually, we end up enjoying our meal teams. Another thing You have all the freedom in the world to use disposable dishes. You know, throw paper plates that you can throw away. I have Christmas dishes and I really actually enjoy them, but I do not use them on Christmas Day because I don't want to have to clean them up, nor does anybody else. I would much rather get out plastic cups and have everybody write their name on it. If you want to use real plates and that's super important to you, that's great, but don't be offended if no one wants to stand at the sink and hand wash them with you. So that's a choice you make. You have the freedom to to use paper plates on Christmas Day. Other days of the Christmas holiday, use those lovely dishes. Um, Another idea that is very helpful is that at various times during the day, you can just call for a five-minute cleanup, and you can warn everybody beforehand. Say, hey, every now and then I might say five-minute cleanup, and everybody everybody get up and just do a couple things. We'll have a timer on. Be super quick. I mean, the grandkids can get involved. Everybody can be involved. And if everybody's doing a few things, even if they're grumpy and doing them slowly so they only get three or four things done, that adds up accumulative amongst a big group of people. So that's a way to keep the the house from devolving into mess. I learned this with my kids when we were all at home. And all of a sudden, I kind of look around and thought, you know, if the family inspector came by, if there was such a thing, and they came by and looked at our house, they would, they would you know, take away our license to be a family. We got to clean this baby up. So we would do a five-minute cleanup, and it always worked. You know, don't forget, as you go into your day, What we talked about in episode 17, and we'll talk about in the other ones as well, is that Jesus' most prioritized method of dealing with all the sinners that he lived with every day, and he was trying to teach and lead and love, was to pray. Get away and pray. If you feel that irritation rising during the day, go outside for a second, breathe in oxygen, and then picture the Holy Spirit coming into and ask Jesus to give you love for the people that you are with. We want him to fill our well so that we can freely give that love to others. Give to Jesus every single plan. We've got to lay down our preferences for the day and just enjoy our people. People over perfection. That's the way to have a good holiday. So don't forget, there are other episodes in this series. In episode 17, I talk about our attitude that we need to develop when our our adult kids are coming over. Episode 19, about what to pray. I am emphasizing we really need to get alone with Jesus and get filled up with his love. Episode 19 is specifically about that. Then episode 20 is a special for... For parents that find that they're at a holiday where their adult kids aren't coming home, maybe they're going to in-laws' houses, maybe they just have other plans or can't travel, what do we do with a holiday when all of a sudden we don't have kids in the house? So that's episode 20. No matter 
what Christmas you have, thank God for the Christmas you have. Because in reality, what we are celebrating is Jesus. His willingness to join us here in this messy humanity. Love us when we were unlovable. Die for us when we didn't deserve it. And so in that spirit of enjoyment and blessing and graciousness of Jesus, let's have a great Christmas with our families. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Do the next thing because you're not done yet.